y'all and welcome to Render's Experiences, lessons on the campus visit experience and conversations during our travels. I'm Brittany Joyce. Welcome to the fall. We hit the road back in August and like you, it's been a whirlwind of airports, hotels and visits for two months. Throw a NACAC and a company acquisition on top of things and we've hit a real trifecta. Speaking of, did you hear the news? Render Experiences is now part of the RNL or Ruffalo Noel Levitt's family. More about that in a moment. A resetting of expectations. We started this podcast in January of 2018 to answer one question. What is it like to travel with you once you leave our campus? Clients ask us this question all the time, and it's not as entertaining as you may think. But we do talk about a wide variety of things in rental cars, airports, hotel lobbies, and the occasional hotel bar. The sound quality isn't always going to be great on our $35 microphones, and we record where we can, and we're not sound editors. Some of the topics can be related back to the campus visit in higher education, some cannot. This podcast is all about our company personality and the way we process the massive amount of information we take in from reading, watching, and experiencing. Long story short, we're bootstrapping this, y'all. Our thinking and gems specific to higher ed and the campus visit can be found on our website at renderexperiences.com. As we tell our clients, do what you can for a best fit audience. We are glad to make recommendations for other higher education podcasts far more organized and pointed than ours. Again, this is designed intentionally to peel back a layer and let you, our clients, friends, and colleagues, into our world post-visit. I'm Brittany. You'll meet Jeff, Trent, and many others along the way. And we hope you enjoy it. Expectations for this episode, Trent, Jeff, and I are at NACAC in Louisville in a hotel room. Did I mention that we ramble a bit? Good morning, Louisville. Don't move your tongue. Right? Good morning you... from Louisville. Isn't that way how Louisville. you all? Louisville. Louisville. All you the all have ways. the pens. You learned at the Slugger Museum. We did. No, that's not where we learned it. Oh, okay. We learned it at the Louisville, the same place we got our picture taken with Colonel Sanders. Because you can't come to Kentucky and not take a photo with well, looking a out Trent's window, Sanders. there's a great big Yum's brand arena. <laughs> you know Brittany, what I mean? You love Kentucky Fried Chicken, but only in Kentucky because it's where it's most authentic. Everywhere else, it just feels How like. How do you become a colonel of chicken? I don't know the whole story. You, the state legislature appoints people colonels, and I think he became one, and it, he really is a. Kentucky Colonel. Got it. Started off in his gas station. Fascinating. Well, you know. Selling chicken. I will say, Louisville has been an awesome city for an ACAC, I will say. My one complaint. Here's my one complaint. Because of the Yum! brand connection, you cannot get a Diet Coke in this city. (laughs) This is like the antithesis of Atlanta, right? (laughs) I mean, like, as an Atlanta, like, someone that lived in Atlanta for years, like, I love me. My Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi just does not do it for me. <laughs> and that's been probably the hardest part. So I would like to propose at the membership meeting that we make sure that it is in a city with Diet Coke from now on. <laughs> but Louisville has been awesome. It has been. Lots good food. Everyone's enjoyed bourbon, restaurants, good energy at, at, 
than the conference and the exhibit hall. Yeah. My yeah. my favorite, I think, for like some people that have been here that I've talked to, it's been like a moment of like, I've never had bourbon before. It's like, welcome to the world. That's true. I got to come. You guys, and I'm new to bourbon. You two and Tyler Peterson have sharpened me into that. Yeah, but it seems like this, for people who've never had bourbon, this is like drinking out of a fire hose, like walking into Louisville. Like everybody has said, we've gone to dinner and done bourbon pairings with every like, yeah. phase of yeah. our meal. And I'm like, that's too much. That like, you have much. to start small yeah. <laughs> and work your way up yeah. to something like that. Yeah. Just don't mix it with Coke. Oh, you can't because yes. you can't get Coke. Well, yeah. You, uh, I did hear someone order a Woodford and Pepsi, and I'm like, oh, oh no. I just wanted to go and hug them. And people explain. don't know. People don't know. People don't know. Also, bartender, why did you pour that? There should have been an education moment. <laughs> but. Well, greetings from NACAC, the 75th anniversary of NACAC. Oh, wow. It's the 75th conference. Wow. I know. So Here was, in Louisville, Kentucky. So I was thinking back to 2006 in Pittsburgh. I wasn't there. It was the month start. <laughs> it was the very start of, of what is now RNL Plus Render, but it was the campus visit. We, we just started at Target X, and we had a poster on a tripod tucked away in a corner and it didn't even say campus no. this was like a cartoon of what's wrong with this and it was me standing there like Fozzie Bear <laughs> and, and, and how far <laughs> renders come and how far the campus visit has come The on the category campus tours there's like 27 folks affiliated with the campus visit in some form or fashion and that's really cool Everything that makes the campus visit better. We had a nice big booth. Folks hanging out. We did. We did. Folks have been coming by, grabbing their chocolate, RNL, and render branded chocolate, and, and having questions about. So let's talk about. Wait, so wait. So wait. <laughs> we let's, have some let's, let's make like the official. Let's make like the official announcement, right? Instead of just like hunting around it. If is, you haven't heard. If you haven't heard the news. Um, Render Experiences has been acquired by RNL, and so um, we are RNL plus Render Experiences, and uh, really excited by that. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> should we, we should get the bugler from Churchill Downs. <laughs> well, someone had that happen for his birthday. Yeah, it was a cool experience. So, okay, so uh, let me let me play the uh, asking you all questions about okay. this. What does that mean? So, what does this what does this all mean? It's a great question. People have been asking that. Can I go back in time? Sure. To answer that? I, I think that, you know, Trent, you know, Brittany, you know, so many folks that are trying to get into higher ed or took their daughter on tour and thought they became a campus visit expert and either had some type of technology that was going to revolutionize things or wanted to do, you know, something related to the visit and have always come to us. And I think a lot of those folks either wanted our client list or our expertise or they wanted to hook into the success that we've built because of our clients. Um, and I think that all this started and, and R&L came to us and said, we like what you're doing. Do you want to grow? And we said, yes. And they offered ways to help us grow and expand to go from a boutique um, and take to be on more college campuses and be able to have more time removed from the business operation side of things 
to those amazing resources that RNL has and, and acquiring clients and, and taking care of clients. So I think that notion of growth and scale and better is what it means uh, on the on the theoretical side behind why we behind the why we said yes and it's a good fit for us yeah and i think that like when i think about the whole conversations that we've had leading up to this point in time it's been really about our clients when it's all said and done um you know there we recognize there are things that we could do better and the best way to do that better is having an infrastructure and having people in order to do that better and you know with people in their missions operations i think they understand that concept right if you had one more person to help you process applications. If you had one more person to help you do X, Y, Z, if you had one more tour guide, you could have smaller tours. And, you know, so for, when I think about this, it's, you know, it's, it's more timely reports. It's more, um, you know, timely billing. It's more dealing with, you know, that kind of stuff that was distracting you all from the work of actually helping clients do their work. A lot of that will be shifting off and, and kind of, other people will be there to help support that. And so now instead of, you know, the campus visit consulting services being two people, it is a heck of a lot more people in the process in terms of helping deliver a high quality product that we've always prided ourselves on. We've always wanted to do. I think, uh, you know, Sumit, the CEO of RNL said, Render is small but mighty, and I think a lot of people are, are, are often shocked to find out the size of our firm. Sure. Because we're having a company meeting around a coffee table <laughs> right, on a podcast, right? right? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, and it's like, oh, I need a proposal created. Well, that's me and Jeff. Uh, oh, we need to update the website. That's me and Jeff. You know, I mean, oh, hey, Trent, right. can you do it? Like, you know, the three of us, we're doing everything and wearing many hats. And then, oh, also traveling and delivering and trying to be thoughtful and pay attention to clients and form these relationships. And that it's, it was all a lot to manage. It is a lot to manage. And, and I think a nod to Brian House, founder of Target X, that, you know, helped launch us and, and had faith in the campus visit. That, that notion of in building brands, you make it look bigger than it is. And I think we've done that well. And, and so I think RNL does everything to get a student to visit, and now it's just a natural complement to their enrollment work. And I have to say, Brittany's just dove into the transition. I like having a full inbox. It actually like I makes me out. it makes me feel more productive, and I think it keeps me on task a little bit better. Um, so, you know, when everything, um, when we made the uh, transition officially last week and we started getting to know all of the people that make up RNL, uh, from the folks in Cedar Rapids to all of the associates and their leadership team, emailing us, introducing themselves, trying to help us learn their processes. I'm enjoying all of this. I've got a whole bunch of new friends. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you know, they've been saying we've joined the family and, and they have been so hospitable and, 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 and allies and really want this to succeed and grow. So I think that we're going to, I think people have had a lot of questions about what's this mean? Like, are you still, yeah. are you still doing oh campus visit consulting? I think it's like, yes. so yes. funny to like, to what we've been talking about for the past couple of years with generation X being so skeptical. I think there are so many people in the admissions world that came up to us and they're like, you know, they kind of were like, 
what does this mean? Um, you know, are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> is this a good thing? Is a really interesting. It's one of those like tricky mom questions because it's like, what do you say in that moment? Like, is this a good thing? Well, yeah. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> um, and then you have to like talk them off of the ledge and <laughs> explain what's happening here. It's exciting. I mean, when it's all it said is. and done, it's it's exciting. You know, when I think about it, is you know we've said for years that the college admissions business is a what seven eight billion dollar a year business in terms of how much money gets spent in order by colleges and universities in order to recruit students and there's that prideful moment of the fact that like years ago there was no you walked through the exhibit halls and there was no one talking about the campus visit right. nobody was talking about anything about the campus visit and, and you know we had this idea and we started talking about it and we started presenting about it and we started talking about it more and more and more and now you know this year when you walk through the exhibit hall there's a half dozen plus companies out there trying to do something okay. tied to the campus visit whether that be technology whether that be um you know dr helping drive traffic to the campus visit or you know our services is just really helping our clients stage a first-rate campus visit okay. experience and so there's that moment where it's a really like prideful, impactful thing when you when you yeah. kind of step back and think about the fact that there is a micro industry within our industry, really based on the fact of the campus visits important. Yeah. I mean, we all know. And that. I can't thank our clients, early on clients, right? Two thousand six, two thousand seven. I, you know, Eric Hoover for putting us on the cover of the Chronicle. <laughs> And Britney's boss at the time saying, hire these guys. <laughs> and, you know, the clients that got it, that invested in it, that, that hired us again, that, the, the repeat clients and new clients. And, you know, we do what we do because of them. And I can't thank them enough. The clients that have come up, I'm like, thank you for helping us get here. And not just hiring us, but listening to us and investing in your visit. And it's so fun to, like, hear the stories and see, like, you, know, you come back to NACAC and it's like it's like a family reunion. You're mm. like big extended dysfunctional. I got lots of hugs. It's your big extended dysfunctional family reunion. I just hung right? out and socialized, and, and Brittany um, was. <laughs> but like, like seeing people, <laughs> like seeing people, like still talking about like the impact that like that has been made on their campus yeah. from a report that was written like six, eight, nine years ago. It's just it's that moment of like you came to our campus and you said X, Y, and Z, and you'll never believe it. We finally got this taken care of. And it's just, you know, there's been a lot of like, it's been a lot of sentimental moments, I think, during this time here in Louisville, so. 13 years, 13 years, right? Since we started. Yeah. yeah. And in that, you know, that's in the press releases that you all see, you know, we've taken lots of tours and trained lots of tour guides. We've only worked with about 260 clients, and I was walking to the exhibit hall, and NACAC had a sign like, you know, the 3,300 not for profit institutions that are involved in that. And there are a lot of colleges and universities that we've yet to work with. And I think back to it, RNL will give us that scale that, at the least, the same way everyone's doing search, they should be, have their campus visit audited in a way. And more robust consulting that Brittany and I will, will help out in. So I think that's the, I hope that answers that question of where is, like, right. what's this mean? Yeah. And I'm excited because Brittany and I, 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 and I love the render colleagues and, that, and, and 
but then I'm excited to have the Arnell colleagues and they're cool, they're fun, they're fast, they're smart. I feel like he was going to say he loves her and her colleagues, but... I feel like he like like, loves her and her colleagues, but... I'm excited to have more people. New and fresh faces. It did that way, didn't it? But I'm kind of tired, tired of hanging out with you guys, so... It's been just the three of us. I'm going to go find some new friends. <laughs> uncertainty this year attending NACAC with changes to the CEPP, discussion about declining demographics, and dare we say, a possible recession? Yikes. Trent, Jeff, and I chat through some future casting on the campus visit. So there's been a lot of conversation here at the conference about a plethora of things. I mean, you guys have talked to probably more people than anyone else in terms of what's going on and what their pain points are. So when you think about, you know, here we are in Louisville in 19, we're going to be in Minneapolis in 20. When you think about 20, we think about what you've heard now, what have you heard is the first part of the question in terms of like some themes. And then I think the second part of the question is do some future casting. What do you think that we're going to be wrestling with as an industry, as a campus visit uh, 12 months from now when we're in Minneapolis? I, yeah, I mean, I can dive in, I think. So what is today? Saturday morning? Yeah, yes. 29. So no, the I, 28th, right? That's so the Saturday and morning. The art, and NACAC assembly approved the changes, the modifications to C E C E P P L M N O P Q R S T U V. College is the world. Higher ed is the world of acronyms. Um, I was talking with someone, uh, one of our clients, about this, and they were like, you know, what do you think? You know, if these changes are coming, you know, who knows what this is going to look like, right? It could be the wild west. It, you know, it could be business as usual. Um, but they were like, but if it becomes a little bit like the Wild West, what do you think that's going to look like for the visit? And I think we've been doing a lot of work with admitted student and yield programming, and I think that will end up being a much bigger part of what we're going to have to start looking at, right? If May 1 sort of essentially goes away, right, we can continue to recruit students, we can continue to incentivize them all the way up through September and past, and past that. And beyond, I think admitted student programming and I think orientation is going to become your new May 1, right? There's a handful of institutions out there that don't require a May 1st deposit. And orientation has already been the, the way that they um, predict yield and enrollment. But I think for most schools, that's going to become the new yield season. Um, so I have a feeling like we're going to end up getting a lot of requests to start looking at orientation programs. Or summer visit programs or summer for visits. those accepted students, right? Right, right. Or or recruitment visits over the summer, yeah. trying to yeah. trying to still fill your class. Right. Yeah, interesting. I mean, I will say, there's been a lot of conversation about... I've had more conversations about the CEPP and those changes and what that means and implications than I thought I would. Yeah. I mean, there's been... At every place I've been, there's been those conversations. I mean, last night I had four of them during two different events with different sets of people. And it's, it's, it's interesting to think about it and bring that back to the visit. 
go back neck act the very first think about uh in seattle I, I, I think when we were still part of target x and and, and to this point of people don't know until a year later to right like right? yeah. when when we were there and it was the booming good times 2007 right and more millennials graduating the year before and i was moderating that event in the seattle newspaper WAMU, Washington Mutual, seized and sold. And I like, held it up. And do you realize what this is going to do? And everyone was like, oh, really? You know. <laughs> and then the next year <laughs> in Baltimore. Baltimore. It was a very it different was, It's a very different time. It, so I think we're going to see that what, what a year from now. What? Yeah, I think it's just hard to prepare because you don't know... Who is going to, you know, what institution is going to lean into this opportunity? And I think, like, once, I mean, just like anything in higher ed, right? Once a group of schools does perhaps start incentivizing past May 1, it's just going to trickle down to everyone. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it has to. And, and I think a good enrollment manager is sitting here thinking about. What am I going to do, right? I mean, I think there's right. a little bit of I think there's a little yeah. bit of that moment of like, what am I going to do, and how are we going to respond, and and you know, and but some of it is also, you know, all right, if the rules change, what's you, the opportunity? Should, should, the opportunity? Yeah. should you take advantage of right. the fact that you can do that? Right. right. And, and so I think for us, all these things we've been preaching to update and rethink your information session, update and rethink the content of your tour and visit experience might right. this might really be catalyst for that that we've been pounding out the same information session content that in a way is really irrelevant kind of related to this opportunity well yeah i mean you, like it's funny because i when i was chatting like one half of this right is like summer and orientation and the other half is like what does this mean for a junior visit if they decide to go ed if now we can suddenly incentivize ED students with housing, you know, incentives and early deposit. Like, is this going to shift that spring junior visit where we've been saying, oh, these are juniors kicking the tires on, you know, spring break. Like, all of a sudden, if they're getting ready to apply ED in the fall of their senior year, that junior visit's a hell of a lot more important than, you know, what we've been traditionally preaching. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm intrigued to watch all this shake out. The other thing I think I've continued to heard in, in, during our conference season and leading up to NACAC, all the regional affiliates and the RNL National Conference, CIPSA, I think it's that notion that I'm just going to throw leadership under the bus here, but board of trustees and in many ways cabinets and presidents or chancellors still articulating enrollment goals of more students, brighter students, and more full pay. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, if you're like, sorry, how clueless can you be as a leadership at some of these institutions that are folks that are in the interviewing process and I've asked them what have they said are the goals and those things. I'm like, you need to run because that's just not the reality. I mean, I think we used to joke pick two. It's like I, I don't even know if you can pick one now in this world that Everyone saw the demographics coming and didn't wake up to them. And everyone just also didn't wrap their head around the, 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 the psychology of today's high school students and parents that have shifted. So I think people are 
waking up to that too or not waking up to it I, I just I hear a lot of that of people like enrollment leaders saying they, I gotta manage expectations here they think there's just this funnel that if we go to they're just gonna come if we just we can market our way out we can do marketing out of this situation well and I think it's you know one of the things that like weighs on my mind is being prepared for 2025 and the demographic cliff that exists and what we have to do as institutions to prepare for that year right I mean and the year after and I mean it I think that for the longest time we have we've been very reactive to what has happened in the world right I mean you talk about Wamu seized and sold and you know it was that everything's great and then we had to react to it but you know I think this is we finally have something proactive we, we have we have an opportunity and enrollment leaders have an opportunity to be thinking proactively about how do I prepare my campus my visit my team my institution for the cliff I don't know, that's, that's pretty what that's is pretty the right for, it's pretty deep know, for a Saturday morning I think, it's it's right. I think ultimately people what is the right size what 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 should what size should this institution be or you know should we have more mergers and acquisitions and partnerships within institutions to prepare for that cliff you really think people are preparing for the cliffs no I don't think okay. they are okay that's what I'm saying yeah because we're too busy, in the in our world, we're too busy bringing in fall of 2020 that we're not thinking about fall of 2026. But fall of 2026 is not far off. In a, in a audience that is just angry and angsty and doesn't want to pay for it or doesn't see the value in it the way previous generations did. You know, what's it mean to the tour? I... <laughs> I mean, Brittany and I are out there, man. It's a. You know, one thing that I think is comforting is clients keep coming up to us and they're like, visit numbers are down, visit numbers are down. And I'm like, it's not just you. Like, unless you're in this like hot market um, geographically, yeah, I. Everyone out there says, I don't know where they are. They're not visiting. And I'm like, they're just less of them. And, you know, it's still like, it's part of just the awareness that like that's probably going to continue to be your trend. Which means when they get on campus, you need to be staging a hell of a campus visit to be able to convert and yield them. This is not the time to sit back and just let it happen and hope that it works out. We've been, um, Brittany updated our Steps to Being Memorable workshop that she does every year for tour guides. And it's probably one of the best, in my opinion, because we play Kahoot to start it off with and we get to be game show hosts. <laughs> I finally gave Jeff like a game show that he can do every visit to campus. So long as being a college professor for three hours, I get to be a game show host. Welcome to the history uh, <laughs> of higher education with Jeff Clay. And But we, we do, we broaden the generational education and the title slide of it is why are parents so mean and why don't students talk? And oh my gosh, the way the ambassadors and tour guides react to that, they laugh, they clap, they're like, it's so true. It is they how engaged because they are they that is their reality every day. They are going out on a campus visit. And and that why are students so mean and why don't why are parents so mean and why don't students talk? It's it's a cliche, it's a generalization, but 
the students who are giving campus tours are experiencing that. Yeah. All right, looking ahead, next question, looking ahead to the next 12 months, what's the one thing you're most excited about? Gosh. Uh, the next 12 months, wow. Yeah, Post-transition and getting putting into practice that which we've been talking about um, being part of Arno. Um, it's I really, it, this is coming up um, fairly quickly. I'm really excited about going to the Fast Company Innovation Festival in New York. This will be my sixth one, fifth one, sixth one. But um, Todd Abbott, the Senior Vice President for Strategic Partnerships, and I think we've actually, we've thrown a lot of other words in there, jokingly like initiatives, and I just call him Todd the Partners Guy. Um, he's going with me. And so I think having someone from yeah. RNL go to this and, you know, see, to understand our thinking, you know, still too, I think is, is going to be really fun. And then I'm also hoping, like as much as I love our like little holiday parties that we do on Skype, I'm super intrigued to see if we get the invite to like an RNL holiday party in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, because like, I've never been to a corporate holiday party and you, you see these in movies and party. I I just want like I want my corporate holiday party experience at some point in my life like I don't know why you watch these in movies and there's always like Janet from HR who gets like really like excited and she's like dancing on tables and like will that happen? I don't know. But maybe it will. I'm looking forward to the opportunity. It's all of you like have your hands on your face. We're looking forward to the opportunity for Cedar Rapids in December. I do, you asked me what I'm looking forward no, to. I love I'm being it. really I honest. Love it. I love it. I love it. I think for me, I'm looking forward to, and this is going to sound like somewhat cheesy, but like, um, like I'm looking forward to. I've met as I've transitioned in. You know, my full-time role to a new institution, I've met, I've gotten back to people that I know, and it's about reconnecting with those people that I know now that I'm back in that same geographic area. And I had a great, you know, last night I, it's, I walked up and ran into um, you know, David Lesane from Randolph-Macon and um, Brand from Wofford, and, and they both just like wrapped their arms around me and said, welcome back to the South. And, um, you know, just the, those, those moments of like just being back with like, being back with my southern brethren, um, you know, and in terms of that, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that during the course of the next 12 months is continuing to make those connections, old connections, but also new connections along the way. So, and seeing the, seeing what the next 12 months, how the next 12 months plays out in a really positive way for the campus visit and for the work that you all do. Um, Thanks. Yeah. You know, you I'm all, excited about. Uh, I'm excited about months. it too. I mean, you all make, um, you know, you all make a lot of sacrifices in order to do this work for our clients, and I'm just so like proud and uh, thankful of the work you guys do. So, um, so publicly, thank you for the work you do, and thank you for the sacrifices you make. So, it's fun. Best job in the world. It is the best job in the world. said in the beginning, there's something to be said for a bunch of liberal arts grads sitting around pondering. We hope you felt you were right there in the room with us. 
That's the intentionality and our lack of intentionality. And we always welcome feedback via email, social media, or on iTunes and SoundCloud reviews. A few additional things for you to remember. Number one, join us for our first RNL plus render webinar on November 7th as we discuss how to cope with Generation X parents on the campus visit. Head over to our website at renderexperiences.com to register. Number two, subscribe to our renderings blog for updates on best practices in the campus visit and our experiences outside of higher education. You'll also receive Render Raves, our monthly newsletter of what we're reading, watching, and pondering. Again, go to renderexperiences.com and click blog at the top right of our homepage. Number three, want to collaborate with us? Find who we are, what we do, and an inquiry form on our website. Shoot us an email or give us a call so we can learn more about your goals, your challenges, and how we can help. Thanks for listening to Render's Experiences. I'm Brittany Joyce, and remember, it's all about the experience.